Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1722. Today we're going to take a very unique ride on some little six volt ATVs. Curious? Just keep listening. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Johnston, Rhode Island, with a very special guest with a very, very unique business by the name of Joshua Mello. Hey Josh, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. We're going to have some fun. Now, before I dive into what you're doing, which I find fascinating, I want you to share one little thing with us that maybe most people don't know about you. Uh, That I was adopted. Adopted? Yes, sir. Very young age. Now, have you ever had interest or done any research to find your biological parents? Or uh, I'm sure you consider the parents that raised you your real parents. Absolutely, I do so, and that's kind of how it's been, and that's why I've left it, sir. There you go. Absolutely. Well, very fascinating. Well, you know, I always uh, hold people who adopt children in very high regards, and no doubt you're very fortunate to have the parents that you have. Absolutely. Blessed I am. Definitely. Well, let me give you a proper introduction, Josh. Thank you. Joshua Mello is the owner of K's Customs Ride-Ons and Rentals, where they are making smiles for miles. He's been a patented inventor, an entrepreneur, a business owner, and a tinkerer and builder his entire life. Joshua purchased a six-volt ATV for his newborn daughter, and that literally changed his life. He started modifying electric ride-ons, made a name for himself. He was winning trophies at car shows with his uniquely modified builds. Having worked in a multitude of industries from injection molding, thin film deposition, and IT, and having been a semi-pro gamer doing exclusive gigs or PlayStation beta testing for games and more, he took that creativity to K customs ride-ons and after 10 years he hopes to continue to spark an interest in children to shape their passion for small cars turning it into a bigger love for bigger cars as they grow up we're going to learn more about josh in this very unique niche that he's in but first a word from our valued sponsors that make the show possible so sit tight we're about to go for a fun ride we'll be right back did you know Covercraft offers you much more than just car covers? They have quality protection for the inside of your vehicle as well. Their plush custom fit floor mats turn any ride into something special. Or choose Premier Berber Custom Floor Mats, a favorite of mine. If you want something very stylish and pretty unique, Covercraft floor mats are quality made and provide your ride with the ultimate protection from moisture, dirt, mud, snow, and slush and those occasional spills. Don't forget your vehicle's trunk area. Their Carhartt custom cargo liners not only look great, but keep your rear cargo area and seats protected. Custom fit truck liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect to protect the factory carpet from all those things that could stain and damage your vehicle. All your options are quality made, easy to use, secure to the floor, and look oh so good. Check out Covercraft.com for a wide variety of styles, colors, and options for a custom fit today. And have I got a deal for you. If you use the code yeah 120 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code yeah 120 yeah 120 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. 
I've found a new way to protect my vehicle. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did. American Collectors Insurance, classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors, just like you and me. All right, Josh, we are back. And before we dive into this very unique niche business that you created for yourself, I would love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get those electric motors turning here on cars. Yeah, so Josh, grab the wheel. Well, it's probably not your most average one, but I've always gone by the quote, to be hated for who you are, then love for who you're not. And what does that mean for you? What's the deeper meaning to that for you? Well, I found that my ways of achieving certain goals or tasks have been uh, unconventional, and many people find mm, those unconventional uh, methods rough around the edges or, I guess, uh, less enduring, and I still seem to make it happen regardless Well, you've had a very interesting life, and I'll tell my listeners, Josh reached out to me, and he said, hey, I think I'm going to be a different kind of guest for your show, but I have an interesting story to share, and I started digging into Kay's Customs and what you're doing, and at first I went, wait, there's even a business in doing something like this? This is really fascinating, and then I dug deeper, and then I started looking into the world of these small electric vehicles that kids jump in. Most of us think of them as toys for our kids, but you've taken this to a whole nother level, my friend. So dive into, take us back to the beginning, what started Case Customs, what it is you do, and some of the amazing builds that you've created. I think you're having a little fun. Yeah, it's definitely a fun gig. Uh, it's a passion. We started as a hobby. I bought myself, uh, my daughter, a uh, ride-on, a six-volt, when she was about 18 months old or so. It was a little six-volt. Uh, she uh, lit up from ear to ear and was always on that thing. I could barely get her off. As she started to age out of it, I'm like, how do I make a better use of it? So I built that into a cozy coupe she had. So I made basically essentially a cozy coupe electric. Uh, and then that went into a, a Jeep and then to um, basically we've created a custom six uh, custom Camaro, which is a Gen 5 Camaro, uh, modified that with um, custom hood, you know, and lowered it. Wow. Deep dish wheels. It was 12 volt. It runs either 24, 36 volt now, so it can be quite fast. She also has a custom uh, grave digger, which is a 1960 panel van. You know the grave digger. Oh, yeah. I have uh, took the original Power Wheels uh, mold. I stretched it, made a diamond plate four, gave it suicide doors, made it like a rat rod gasser. Uh, so it's very raw, has that patina, has the shaker engine on the hood. So when she presses on the pedal, it actually accelerates <laughs> it. Uh, Keeping many of the original factory uh, features of the parts that I 
stripped down from various other ride-ons. I build with a um, junkyard wars style mentality. I use what's around me as much as possible, pieces from different vehicles, and then build from that. Well, I find it fascinating. And I mean, I'm just sitting here going, oh my gosh, who would ever think to do this? Well, obviously Joshua Mello thought to do it. And it sounds like you're having great fun and you built this into an entire business. And I I really find it fascinating that you customize these things. First and foremost, most of these people think of as a throwaway toy almost. Kids play with them for a while. They outgrow them. They sit in the garage. They collect dust. They get run over by the car and they're dead. But you brought new life back to these things. And on top of it, You've done these amazing custom builds, which is just so cool. I've had so many builders and customizers and fabricators on the show, but nobody who's doing what you're doing. So let's kind of move through the process here. You've been doing this for 10 years. You've created a business around it. Do you have people that ask you to build customs? Do they have you or do they just buy cars you've refurbished or is it a combination of everything? We do A to Z from at here at Case Customs, buy, sell, recycle, customize, you name it. Because we started recycling these on the side of the road. My daughter and I would see them. You know, her first one was a Camaro, the Gen 5, like I had mentioned. Well, not the first one, but one of them. And it was off the side of the road. And it was really beat up. And we took it and we stripped it down, repainted it, and kind of started making it her own. Her color choices, her, her choices. And we've done that with a number of different units I am actually not alone in this. There is a whole world of, of folks out there that do this, and I'll introduce you to some of them later on in the show. Yeah. And we all have our own different approach. This is mine here on the East Coast, and as you look around across the United States, across the globe, they all have their own flair and you know specific ways they go about doing it. So, and mine here is, I guess, again through the uh, junkyard war style, you know, using what's around me. Yeah, I love the fact that you're recycling because so much of this stuff ends up in the landfill. Do you find it kind of interesting that now with the the surge of EV vehicles that what you're doing is kind of a mini version of what we're all going to see in the future, which is basically mostly all electric vehicles running around on the streets? Absolutely. Some of the batteries even that we're modifiers and builders are using are lithium-ion, lithium-polymer, or these higher uh, output batteries and a much smaller uh, footprint getting a lot more output. Normally, these are an SLA battery that we run in these, and then other people use, you know, RC batteries and mm-hmm. those types of high amp, low, uh, high amp, high capacity, low compact space batteries as well. Yeah, well, these cars being electric, I mean, you can make some of these things go pretty darn fast, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One of the ones that I've built for my daughter is uh, 1960. Uh, SL Mercedes SL 300 replica was from a company called Kids Tracks. Yep. Uh, they don't they don't longer make this model, so it's pretty rare. And I stripped this down and built it into like an all performance go kart. And it goes about with the way it's geared now. It only does about 23, 24, but some of these can go quite fast. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just incredible. They can be head snappers. So uh, be careful before you throw your little one into that. Uh, you know, you're not putting them into a case custom build that's going to go ripping down <laughs> down the street. Now, do people well, we don't do those for everybody? But some yeah. some folks get that type of speed. We try to stay. We try to keep it the standard 12 volts 90 percent of the time. We'll do an 18 volt pack with some people, giving them a little bit more output, a little bit more oomph. If they are to have a 24 volt, we can probably do a little bit more than that. But we try to keep it. Now, do people come to you and say, hey, I want you to build something custom for my kid? We have done some custom builds for some folks. Absolutely. Uh, it's not as often as we probably would like. One of our more notable ones was a 
Bumblebee replica we did for a uh, with, as a partnership a collaboration with a gentleman that owns a uh, replica of the Optimus Prime from Age of Extinction, and we delivered the Bumblebee on the back of it to a family that I've lost here in uh, New England. Oh, how fun! It was pretty awesome build. It was. Uh, a lot of things that have never, ever been done in the uh, ride-on world, laser engraved, edge-lit acrylic doors that opened and they would talk, and it wow. was just pretty elaborate. Yeah, it sounds like it. Now, I mentioned in your introduction that you take some of these builds to car shows. Is that Correct. something that you just started doing kind of on a whim, saying, you know what, I think I'll bring one of these and just park it there along with the real cars? Uh, yes, uh, my daughter and I, we've uh, used... Uh, the ride-ons as a great bond and we would take one of her or two of her ride-ons to car shows and we would drive them in and try to like show them off you know show because i want her to go into the automotive bug if you will or catch that buzz and yeah you know bring take a kid to a car show kind of uh, concept uh-huh. but why not bring her own car you know and try to because it was it's kind of stagnant here in Rhode Island that type of idea. I'm not the only one, but I'm definitely one of the few that have made the splash in the pond as much as I have. And she was usually a huge hit. So as her cars have grown from the Jeep to the Camaro to the Digger to the Mercedes to the seven foot long custom trike she has, that there's only one of them in the world as well. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, your your daughter's one of the luckiest kids on the block. That's for sure. She's definitely had a a. a Different, a different uh, opportunity versus other children is she's had the opportunity to ride probably more cars than a child her age ever has. Yeah, no kidding. Now, let's touch real briefly here on your past history because you've done a lot of very unique and different things, which I think in a way when I look at your history and business and the different kinds of inventions you did and gaming and all that kind of all worked its way up into a combination of what you're doing today. So take us on a kind of a brief little walk through your career before you got involved in this. Uh, my hands have always been my gift. I've been able to just see something and either uh, operate it, fix it, whatever, just naturally. So with that talent, I've been able to find myself into various types of gigs, thin film deposition, operating a vacuum chamber, creating uh, gallium arsenide wafers or wafers for uh, bandpass filters for fiber optics, injection molding, making um, Y pieces and uh, surgical material or surgical components. To operate an injection mold, you need to be able to have mechanical uh, aptitude and mm-hmm. sort of take these things apart. It was, was, was a gift. So then you just trained me for what I didn't know, and then I was able to fulfill these positions. So I subcontracted myself out at a very young age, fulfilling these jobs that really needed more hands-on. Yeah. And they were wanted to train, so that's why I was able to travel around and, and try different hats instead of being in one gig for so many years i'm like i've found my had my fill of this i'm gonna try something else i think it's fascinating it's very very cool what you've created here josh uh and not to mention you're having some fun and including your daughter in the process which i know you is so near and dear to your heart absolutely daughters are wonderful i've got one of those myself I like to talk to my guests about challenges, and no doubt you've gone through perhaps a challenge or two, maybe even a big failure. It doesn't really matter. It's more important, though, what did you learn from it so that you could move forward in a positive way? So take us on a little journey through one of those times in your life, if you would. Well, I think it'd be the one that's brought us here today more than anything else. Uh, that would be my daughter. Uh, Unfortunately, her and I have been subject to what's known as parental alienation. Uh, we have been 
separated by force and for a good portion of her years. And to make up for that lost time, that's where the kids' cars came in, try to make the most and the most memories and the most value out of the select time that we had. So creating these and having her just have as much fun as possible with things that I knew I could create with my hands, leaving whatever lasting memories instead of just buying something. Because you can buy anything, but you really can't make anything. So instead, I was making the best out of the bad situation by making cool stuff to make her as happy as possible. Because that's what my gift has always been, my hands. So I took my love for building and my love for my daughter and made her happy as much as I could with unique and cool things. Yeah. Are you able to spend more time with her now than before? She's 11 now, thankfully. And over the years, we've been able to have more time. There's still some uh, court issues that we're trying to go through now. And it's, uh, it's been a rough road. But we're still going to make, again, the best out of every bad situation that we've come across. Absolutely. Well, I'm sorry you've had to deal with that. Thank you. I love your optimism and the fact that you found some ways to uh, heal through this process and use that less time than you'd like to have with your daughter so that you could do some fun things together and share some memories and so forth. So I wish you the best going forward that everything works out the way that you want it to work. Let's take a short break and take a breath here. When we come back, I want to dive a little bit more into your passion for cars and things mechanical. So sit tight. We'll say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're a racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, you found Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, all wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today, I'm going to talk about the 24. This wine earned 91 plus points from Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It's a dark, spicy, and velvety blend with ripe blue and black fruits and very smooth tannins. The label features a three-dimensional full metal chronograph in a bright gold finish that pays homage to the Daytona Rolex winners received at Le Mans. The racing series is a fantastic gift for the ultimate enthusiast in your life. And I've got a deal for you today. If you use the code CARS, yeah, all one word, all in caps, when you're at the adoberoadwinery.com checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of wines from the racing series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARS, yeah, checkout to get $10 off your purchase of the racing series today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to Adobe Road Wines today and use the code CARSYA at checkout. Cheers! Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at CARSYA, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. 
One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon. And if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org. And while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. All right, we're back, Josh. I'd love for you to share a story with me that instigated this passion that you have for things that move cars in particular and uh is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a bit of a hands-on car guy that would be my my father he had uh always had cool cars i think him and my mom had a going competition on who could have the coolest cars growing up so i've seen them have irox monte carlos lincoln's cadillacs big trucks motorcycles so uh, they always had wheels and uh i guess through there constant competition i grew my own love and one of my first cars was a 69 pontiac le mans sport convertible that i used to take to what we uh to when i used to live in massachusetts worcester mass they used to have this thing every weekend for whatever strange reason people would go downtown worcester the main street area and just bumper to bumper for hours people would barely creep around our main street and the cops would always harass us. But the people just trying to get from home were always get struck in this weekend's <laughs> worth of traffic because yeah. we would all just drive around showing off, hanging out. And so between that car and my parents and just cruising what we call Main Street religiously for weekends, getting harassed by the cops was kind of what really had <laughs> sparked that bug, if you will. So the old days of cruising, basically, is what we're talking about, right? Correct. Yes. Harmless cruising, showing off, yeah. listening to music, and hanging out with friends, doing, you know. Yeah. Pontiac Le Mans, y'all, I always ask my guests about their first special car. My parents bought one of those when they first came out in the early 60s. Unfortunately, I think we got one that was built on a Friday right before hunting season because that <laughs> thing was nothing but problems. And my my poor dad, you know, he was so proud of it. I think it was the first new car my parents ever bought. And I think it was, I was little. It, it had to be like a 63, 64, something like that. Okay. But it it soon to became known as the Pontiac Lemon, L-E-M-O-N, a lemon, uh, because that poor thing just, it just was never right. And they finally traded it in for an Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser. Remember those with the, the windows up on the top? For the kids to look out? Yeah. So we ended up getting one of those in the uh, 60s and got another one in the 70s. Was that 69 convertible Pontiac, was that your first really special car? It's up there. I had an, uh, an IROC, an 87 IROC that had a, an old, had a nice motor, 5.7 liter, those put, two port injected, but it had a, a stage one chip. As I ended up getting it from my mother, she traded it in for a car through... Uh, some friends that they had who owned a diamond Chevrolet back in the day, uh-huh. and I ended up going and basically buying it back from my parents. Oh, really? So I had it. Yes. Yeah, so I had it about seventeen, eighteen. So it was a really powerful car. It was a really awesome car. Delco Bose stereo system, T tops, red leather interior. That thing. Now that was probably my real special car. If I could have an another eighty-seven IROC, I probably would. Yeah. Was that was that the ones they called the 
didn't they have like an XI? Was that a special version of the IROC? I knew there was the pace car, yeah, that was, but I don't believe that this was that specific model. Okay. Sir. What color was yours? White. White with red leather, yes. Okay. Very cool. Well, uh, nice car for sure. I have a very introspective question for you, Josh. I'm going to climb into your head a little bit here. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, actually manifest as a vehicle, what would Joshua Mello be? And more importantly, why? I think I would try to be, and this is going to be outside the box again, but that's kind of how I am. I think be an that's Autobot. who you are, Josh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would be an Autobot of Transformer. Ah, actually. okay. Yeah, okay. And why is that? Well, I kind of know why, but I want to hear it from you. <laughs> well, the ability to transform and adapt to life situations and overcome certain, uh, any kind of problem that comes your way and have a still uh, that positive, optimistic attitude at the end. Optimus Prime. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> My daughter loves Transformers, and when she was little, she would run around calling them Awesomeness Prime. It was Awesomeness. Funny. I like that. Well, I think you're pretty awesome, Joshua, too. So I think that's great. A transformer. That's a very unique answer to that question. Well, let's uh, blast through what I call the last lap. I'm going to ask you some questions here. Get some quick blips of that transformer throttle. So here we go. (laughs) What's one of your personal habits, Josh, that you believe has helped contribute to your successes in what you do in life? To not take no for an answer. Oh, yeah. I love it. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Ken Block. Ken Block. Now, why Ken? Yes. I've always loved uh, rally cars and rally driving and the way that gentleman can just handle the car and some of his Jim Connor drift series is just mesmerizing the way that man can just drive. And some of his creations are pretty amazing, too, that... Uh, Ford truck that he has. Yeah, very cool. I think that you're the first person that's mentioned him, which I'm kind of surprised. But yeah, amazing what he does. Now, when it comes to automotive advice, is there a piece of advice someone offered you once in life that you've held dear? That would be my dad. And he was always said, do it yourself. Well, yeah, you definitely have learned how to do that. That's great. As I've had uh, the ability to fix some things myself and get them right and have other people fix some things and been the worst experience ever. So I <laughs> try, to re- I try to refrain from that whenever possible. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, when you have the skill set you have in your hands, I think that's pretty special. Now, when it comes to resources, there are so many we have these days. Is there one you'd like to share? Well, I mentioned I'm definitely not the only builder modifier for the children's ride-on so i want to at least possibly share some of them yeah. folks with the world there's a, a group out there called modified power wheels is a you know about 60 70 000 built like, in, individuals in it they're not all builders but a good percentage of them are some good ones are john g jones he owns uh, or does a business under custom kids cars he's out of uh michigan there's a gentleman in in texas Rudy's Rides, Rudy Nava, he does some really good stuff. And then uh, a gentleman that many people I'm sure would know would be Denver Pettigrew out of Florida. He does kid stance cars, and he's pretty amazing. He does a lot of that uh, wide body stuff. They do some really amazing work. Yeah, I'm just I'm just amazed. I had no idea there was this whole world of these things. I'll make sure I put some links to all of these on Josh's show notes page. Just go to carsyad.com, type in Joshua Mello. Love that last name. Thank you. The Mellow Fellow, Joshua, and you'll find uh, links to all these there. All right, Josh, is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners should read and enjoy? It's probably another one that's outside the box, but 
Behold a Pale Horse from uh, Milton William Cooper. And uh, it's uh, pretty interesting. Deep dives deep into like some conspiracy style stuff. But it's given what we're experiencing, it's worth checking out. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, definitely. Behold a Pale Horse. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Josh's show notes page. Just go to carsia.com, type in Joshua Mello, and you'll find that there. Plus, 1,750 plus books listed by all my inspiring automotive enthusiasts. They're under a tab called Resources. Amazing library you can build from the talented people I've had on this show over the last six years. All right, Josh, we're up to the checkered flag. Today's kind of a fun day. I know Christmas has passed, but I'm going to be Santa Claus today. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car, something fun to park in your garage. It can be anything in the world, but there are a couple rules to this game, as my listeners know. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other uh, electric cars to build uh, to build your business. It's got to be a keeper. I wanted to tick all the boxes, something fun. You can take your daughter around and drive and go to car shows, perhaps. But it's the only one cool collector car you can have, so it needs to kind of be an end-all for you. So what am I going to buy you today, Josh? It's uh, the Coyote X. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. It was made famous in the uh, TV show Hardcastle McCormick. Ah, okay. It's a <laughs> montage, yeah. actually. Yeah, okay. That's a very unique wish. I don't think any – in fact, I know nobody's ever asked for that. Well, it's a uh, very unique styling. It's sleek, pretty rare, and uh, the story and being American-made is – plus it was an iconic car from growing up. It was always – I always watched that show. Yeah. Now, that car is – it's a very interesting car because it looks like an old, almost like an old Ferrari race car in a way. Correct. They're actually modeled after a Ferrari. Yeah. What was powering that thing? A uh, VW engine, I believe. Okay. Boxer motor, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So it was uh, basically back in the day, a kit car. Yeah, exactly. What era were those things made in? Because I don't think I've, I've seen pictures, but I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a real one. When were those, were those built? Do you know the years they were built? Late 80s, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And it was made in uh, California. A gentleman and his brother were making it. In, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think some people even put Porsche 914 engines in those things, which are much True. like the VW Beetle engines. So, um, yeah, very interesting. It was the base model. Yeah, it was based off the McLaren M6 GT. Ah, yeah. Okay. And they were definitely made in the 80s because the show was on in like 83 to 86. So I'm not 100% sure of the original uh, data manufacturer, though. Yeah, I'll have to do a little more uh, research back into the old Coyote X. Well, you're the, f you know, I had a feeling you, you were going to pick something that no one else has ever picked, Josh. <laughs> well, such is life. Yeah, yeah, you're a unique fellow. Josh, unique, exactly. you've taken me on a really fun ride today. This has been very interesting. I really take my hat off to you for building this niche business that you've got that sounds like so much fun. I mean, it's just, it's opened up a new world for me. I had no idea that this kind of stuff existed. Before I let you go, could you maybe give us a parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the road in that Coyote X with your daughter at your side? Absolutely. Life is an adventure. If you're not having one, you're not living. Absolutely. What's the best way for people to learn more about you? They can find us at kscustoms.com. They can also find us on Facebook at K's Customs Ride-Ons. And almost any social media platform, including Instagram, we're on there, but we're not on uh, too many folks. Uh, to me, that social media right now, I try to – it takes too much 
away from attention away time and attention away from my family yeah use it in moderation just like uh eating too much candy or maybe drinking too many beers uh yeah be careful with that stuff absolutely case customs is spelled with a k apostrophe s and then customs with a k k u s t o m apostrophe s ride-ons and rentals i'll make sure i put links to all those on josh's show notes page so you can check out what he's up to Very, very fun time that he's having. Josh, uh, in this new year, I wish you and your family the best of health, the best of prosperity, the best of everything. This has got to be a better year than last year. We all, we all are going to make, make it that way. Listeners, again, you can find everything on Josh's show notes page. Josh, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your incredible life's experiences with me and the Carsia audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at carsyeah.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to carsyeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!